Hello everybody, welcome to Green Knight. So today I have a little announcement up front about what's going on with me. And then I'm going to try to tie what I was saying before together. And, you know, I've said it already twice now. I'll say it again. This is why I don't broadcast every week, y'all. Because the stuff I'm interested in, you can't talk about it forever. You, know? you can't just keep talking about it. And uh, so this is what I'm putting up, right? These episodes are what's been inside of me, you know? And I basically said it. <laughs> so perhaps I need to write a book now, you know? It's basically all written because I write almost every episode. But uh, what I what do I need to do for y'all to throw me a bone? Because I'm fucking in a pretty bad situation. Everything is good. Like uh, I had a bit of money like a, a couple of months ago, three maybe, and I was gonna use that to move, you know, somewhere to the south from where I am, either Atlanta or Austin. And then I just started making jewelry, um, kind of irrationally. You know, I mentioned last time when I was talking to Mike that uh, I play chess. And I've been looking at chess recently because of the world championship that just happened. And chess is an interesting game now because they have these computer engines that um, will advise and analyze every line that is possible in a game. And so these computer suggestions, if you've ever tried to play uh, using an engine, right? The move doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, right? Because it's a 10 or 12 or 15 move combination, right? The way it plays out 15 moves later. So you really can't, as a person, you know, as a human, you really can't. I mean, yes, Carlson is a genius and all of his compatriots are geniuses. But really, it's like, it's a very uh, constrained game, right? The rules of the game are constrained. And so, yeah, there's uh, countless and infinite amount of permutations that are possible. But in every line, there's, you know, a feeling. But anyway, what I'm getting at is this, like, this move of mine to make all this jewelry doesn't make any sense. Because I was just going to move and try to find a job, try to figure shit out. So I... Everything is in the jewelry right now. I don't have money coming in. You know, whatever, wherever position that I've ended up, it's all my doing. But uh, I never stop making an effort. <laughs> I don't know, it's confusing. But anyway, what the reason I'm talking about this is because I need y'all's help. <laughs> So I can make it to the show that I'm going to be in. All this jewelry that I've been making, I'm going to be in a big show in Austin. Uh, I'm kind of, you know, the rest of the artists are all artists that would hang their work on the wall. And there's one other jeweler. So I'm kind of just, you know, in it to spice it up, you know, a little bit of icing on the event. But it's still a big opportunity for me. And I don't know what's going to happen. But so I got to go out there and... <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm just asking for your help so I can make it through the next two weeks and then sell all of my inventory. And then it's a, you know, a fresh start after that. But everything's leading up to the 3rd. And so on the 3rd of February, I'll be in Austin at the W Hotel for a big event. And I've uh, joined a team of other artists. Um, that is organized by, and it's called this organization. I will call it an organization. WGMGATX. And it's a an organization of artists um, in which we all help each other and work together. Um, it's uh, artists supporting artists. And so... I was lucky enough to be invited to uh, join the team. And the vision of the organization, it matches my thinking. 
leading up to me ever um, getting involved with it. So that's why I was attracted to it. Uh, it just, uh, it's right in my wheelhouse. And uh, art seems to me to be, um, and it, it encompasses all of our other learning, right? So you have to know science, you know, material properties. You have to understand how we see the world. Um, so it's like, if you're an artist, you're really, right? If you get down to it, you're a generalist. And you have, in order to create the art, you have to um, know a lot of things that are basically all of the other disciplines that we as humans do. So that whole thing about the Renaissance man, you know, and Da Vinci and everything, right? He was a scientist. He was a mathematician. But all of that stuff, right, is um, umbrellaed by art itself. So this, maybe that's why I decided just to start doing my art, which is, you know, I thought was jewelry is interesting because it's a luxury. And even though I'm good at doing it and I like doing it, I really like it. Um, I always thought that it wasn't the way to get to where humanity needs to be. And so we're going to, um, I am double down on my creative abilities and just go for it. But, uh, yeah, so all my money is in gold and materials and, um, I wasted all my moving money, just living and making jewelry. Um, I have two growing children. <laughs> I got five kids to feed Quaid. I'm going to drill you Quaid. Right. <laughs> I'm not the bad guy from Total Recall. I'm just trying to say, right? I have somehow I've screwed myself and I'm asking for y'all's help so that I can uh, make it over this next step and do what I thought I was sent here to do. Right? <clears throat> I, thought, I thought I found my purpose <laughs> when I was just a kid. So, but. Right. All of this philosophy and everything that I've been talking about, it's related to my own deal, but it's also related to everyone. Um, and this whole thing about um, us helping us, right? It goes along with what I've been saying, which is that, okay, um, there's the exchange, right? As humans, we survive by exchanging with each other. And, you know, when I was talking to Alex, Sakaris, right? I was taken aback and surprised <laughs> that he took this uh, libertarian uh, viewpoint about this, which is right. You can't, you gotta get it that we live through the exchange, right? We live by exchanging value with each other, and uh, the reason, right? One of the main reasons that that is a fact is because we're specialists, and why are we specialists? Because of technology, right? And so these are all features of society and <clears throat> we walk around all of us, you know, even the most brilliant of us, right. Thinking that this bullshit we have going is somehow organic and it is natural. And I've done an about face on that because I was talking about it earlier. Right. And it's like technology exists in the universe. So it has to have the, you know, it is part of it. Right. But there's something about being a uh, conscious being sentience, you know, where basically the species becomes the body. Right. So humanity, we live together. We operate as one unit. Right. Despite being individuals. And it's because of basically 6,000 years right, of, of, of basically um, developing technology, right? I think there's probably a better way to put it, but it makes us specialists, right? So the exchange is everything and the means of production, right? There's no exchange without first the means of production and there's no means of production without the exchange. The means of production, we can't just give up on our technology. That's fucking retarded. And let's define technology. It isn't, right? Everyone thinks it's like, uh, you know, this uh, computers, right? We can just say it's computers. But that's a limited viewpoint, right? We have 
the Amish, right, who have basically stopped, right, at a certain level of technology, but they still use technology, right? They have ads, they don't use nails, but do they have fucking oak leaf springs on their uh, buggies, on their horse and carriage, right? They have all kinds of technology that they're using. Where do you draw the line? So there's no line to be drawn, right? We are where we are. And um, the beauty of it is that we can come out of this with all of our technical technical knowledge and we can repurpose it, right? This is what I am working on, right? This is what I want to create, but right? We all got to do it together. And so that's why I developed the coin idea. Um, and in my spiritual evolution episode, you know, I was using the word evolution, but I've actually updated my view on that, which is that we are already fully evolved, right? And that we've only been um, curtailed and yoked by this artificial system. And so when I ask for y'all's help, right, this is what I'm working on. And <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> But like I said before, right, um, we got to do this together. And what I want to get at today is, right, so, okay, help me out, y'all, right? Use my donate button or, you know, that's it right there, right? Ten bucks <laughs> so I can uh, make it to the show and sell my inventory and make connections in this um, new conglomerate that um, is taking off in Austin, which is a model, like I was saying, that could um, be the example, right? Like as a sentient species, we don't need to, right? It's our nature. We've already made it to the point where we are together. <laughs> so it's our nature. And then when Alex said, it's like, maybe we're here just to entertain each other, right? That's why we heard it here. That's what um, out on a limb woman said, fuck, well, I can't remember her name. Anyway, we were talking about that, right? And it's like, yeah, right? Without this bullshit yoke on us, that's what we're here for, right? But as it is now, um, um, there's a problem. <laughs> as it is now, um, the wheel keeps turning, um, right? The wheel of karma. And so this is what I wanted to get at really in this episode. And I think it's, I don't know if y'all are getting it because I don't get any feedback from you. And, you know, the, the few of you that have uh, bought the uncoined or the anti-coined, thank you, Tim in Oregon and Jason in Nova Scotia and the other people who have gotten the paper version. And so I haven't done the NFT on this uh, because I'm broke. <laughs> but, uh, that's the idea, right? Is that we don't need anything to know who we are, but if we can create a network on the blockchain that shows everyone who knows who they are because they spent 150 bucks, right? To basically say, I know that the value comes from me, right? And from you, from us, there's no value without people living, right? So we promote living in all ways, right? It's not a free ride. It's not fucking um, UBI, right? That's gonna, That's just going to fucking, right? I've explained this before. UBI makes it, is a perfect solution to maintain uh, the elite's control of the means of production and the exchange, right? So what I am working on and what I need help with, right, is to create the visualization that would show the entire blockchain, right? use the fucking um, Unreal Engine to render the network. This is my fucking idea. <laughs> and I came up with it in 99. Um, it came to me, right? It came through me. I'm not saying it's mine, but uh, I'm saying that it could have a profound impact on the way people make decisions because it shows them. It shows them that we are the network and we are the value, right? And so it would, it would facilitate, facilitate living, facilitate doing what um, uh, rise, raises the passion in your blood, right? All facilitated. 
right? It's not a free ride. It's like you get to do, right? We create a network, right? That everyone has access to, right? And then if you have something that you want to do creatively, right? There's a way for you to do it, whether you're going to start fresh with a brand new idea or whether you're going to join up with someone else, right? So yeah, like um, the problem is though, right? Is that this is what I wanted to get to with this discussion and I've mixed it all together with my own fucking problems. So I apologize for that. But uh, actually, thank you. Thank you for fucking listening. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm, you know, if you've been listening to this whole thing, you can hear it in my voice, right? Um, I'm, I'm hanging on <laughs> and I'm keeping going. But, uh, so what I wanted to get at is to talk about the, uh, again, right? The seven principles, right? These are basically the laws of nature and everything fits, right? But the seven principles are to show us that how to manage the illusion, right? The, the false reality, right? How to not become stuck on the wheel, right? That's what the seven principles are, right? So we have the first principle, which is mentalism. And it's the hardest for Christians, the hardest for materialists, right? It's the hardest one to deal with, but it's the one that basically says that consciousness comes first, right? And so after that, then everything is vibration. Everything is frequency. Uh, this is corroborated through material science, just ignored, right? Everything is frequency. All right. Number three, principle of correspondence, right? As above, so below, right? When everything is frequency, you're going to have the same patterns playing out at small scales as they do at large scales, right? That's just how waves work. Okay. Now, number four, polarity, right? So, right, if everything is operating on frequency or the properties of waves, then polarity is inherent in that, right? There's no peak of a wave without a trough can't have one without the other. They define the, the, each other, right? This is the nature of polarity. This is how you understand polarity is that it's unity disguised as um, binary, right? So number five is cause and effect, which is, right, this is another polar relationship, cause and effect. They define each other. They can't exist without each other. And then the principle of rhythm, right? And so rhythm is basically, right, a property of waves and it's basically the interchanging of polarities right is the exchange of polarities the exchanging of positions of polarities right this is rhythm this is how waves operate and we can see this by observing nature and then the final one is the principle of gender and so it's another polar relationship right? but i wanted to take you through those again right um to get to this point of the false reality and how we recognize it, right? And how we um, become trapped by it and uh, sign up for it, right? We accept it, we agree to it. So nature operates on the interplay of polarities, right? And we can see this as um, the ebb and flow of opposites on a larger scale, right? On smaller scales, it, we can see this as the interplay between charge, right? Positive and negative, right? Um, so in nature, um, we recognize this polarity as the um, um, contrast of opposites, right? So we can see the difference between them but they all polarities have a rhythmic cycle, right? And so in order to see it, we have to <laughs> have it change from one to the other, right? So nature operates on this, uh, this rhythm of contrasts, right? And an example of this is pressure, right? So fluid dynamics. And so if you have um, low pressure, then that will want to be filled, right? So it's the contrast of uh, differing pressures that creates this uh, eddying and swirling effect, right? So high pressure, right? More um, 
densely packed molecules, right, will want to um, fill the space of a less densely packed area, right? And so, but what we find is, is that the low pressure is flow, right, is movement, right? Movement is the attractor. And I don't know if y'all just heard that, right? But this might be the most uh, basic way that the universe appears to progress in time, right? Because frequency and rhythm is a, is a measurement, right? Uh, between the, it's the wavelength, the measurement, how long it takes, right? Frequency is like how many, how long it takes for one peak of a wave to come back to its position, right? So when I talk about pressure, right, it's, right, this is everything. It's about movement. Movement is the great attractor, right? And it happens in nature. And so naturally, um, us, we are attracted to movement, right? This is a natural thing. And I described it earlier as value. Value is movement, um, right? Technology creates um a value, right, which increases, which increases the scope and the scale of human interactions, right, because already it's an attractor. <clears throat> but what I'm getting at here is, is okay, so we have this natural um, way of being, right, which is to provide value for each other, because we are a sentient, sentient species. And at that point, um, the whole uh, survival of the fittest thing um, no longer functions as um, a valuable way to move the species forward. So survival of the fittest within the species, right? Because in, in society and civilization, right? Losers don't die, right? They actually continue to live. And so it's, a, it's idiotic, right? The whole thing of the social Darwinism thing um it uh it's self-defeating right and it it only rationalizes the false reality right this is what i was talking about before in the last episode is that this condition right we agree to a condition and thereafter we operate um as if that condition is true um civilization cannot run on natural polarity because it is disconnected from nature. Um, it has, as I was explaining before, its own rhythm, right? And this rhythm is a financial rhythm. And it doesn't, isn't marked, right? It's independent of the uh, rhythm of nature. So how does society continue, right? What um, contrasting rhythm drives society forward if it's not a natural rhythm, right? And so this is, right, you can say, oh, yeah, the society uh, is subject to the rhythm of nature because it exchanges nature. Yes, yes, yes. But those are all deferred um, effects, right? They come later, right? Operating within, in real time, in society, um, the rhythm that is required to drive it forward, right? The polarity is a false polarity. And it's basically what we agree to, right? And this is this is what we agree to um, as the conditions, right? This is our condition. We agree that we have this condition and that um, we require a false polarity, a false rhythm in order to not destroy ourselves. <laughs> And that's the big irony, really, because as I said, right, the causes are deferred, right? And so we're coming up on the major cause or the major effect, right? I mean, we could define it both ways, really. But we're coming up on, you know, the outcome, basically, of this uh, um, gambit that is being run, right, on us. <laughs> and I use that word because right? It's a game. Okay. And right. It's a, it's a system that runs on top of, right. Or inside of, right? of nature, right? It's meta. And so bear with me here. It's like, this is all just 
coming off of the top of my head because I need to get this out. Um, need to tell y'all what's up. <laughs> right, because I don't have anyone to talk to. So, And when I try to talk to people, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, people can't handle. Everyone's Randall. Randall cannot handle. So, yeah, forgive me. Right, so the false polarity, right, that runs society. It's a, we have a new authority, right? And so the authority is no longer nature, right? It's the authority, right? And so in order for uh, society to move forward, right, it would go back to a natural system without this constant prompting and constant reinforcement. Um, of our condition. And so there's a lot of ways to, you know, to kind of say this condition, but everyone believes the same thing about it, right? It doesn't matter if you're a truther or if you're completely in the, in the dark, uh, whether you have a high level degree or whatever, right? It doesn't matter what you believe because everyone has this under right this basic foundational belief about what it is to be human and one of the ways to put it is is that um a power vacuum will be filled right it's inevitable and so we can't win the, we can't win right it's like this will never stop and so that's basically saying that um someone will um force their authority on the group through superior force of arms, and right, and this is what everyone believes is true about humanity. And so, what is this false polarity that allows society to continue um, on this trajectory? Uh, the, to you know, to repeat the same patterns over and over, right? It's really the same pattern that we've been repeating since we all signed up for this in the first place. And these old stories, you know, these fables, these myths, um, we all know there's a lot of truth to them, right? But these are stories, right? And they are meta. It's a creation placed on top of creation. And it mimics the actual creation, right? But it sets up a whole new set of, um, um, you know, it sets up a whole new binary, right? Um, and I was going into it before when I was talking about Mithras, right? And then uh, Prometheus, and it was very obvious, right, that uh, Mithras was being rebranded, right? And then we move into the future and um, we have a new story, right, which has now made um, what perhaps the Greeks all thought of as a good guy, right? Because he was helping humanity, right? The light bringer, the bringer of fire, right? Has, has turned into a bad guy right now he's been branded or he whatever the fuck it is jesus christ right the bad guy the bad guy um is branded <laughs> and so when we agree right to the bad guy's terms right which is this fable of the garden of eden the serpent basically enticing uh to eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil Right. So it's not just knowledge of evil and it's not just knowledge. Right. It's knowledge of good and evil. And so we have this binary, right, this polarity, this basically what we're agreeing to. Right. What Eve in the story, in the fable agreed to. Right. Is that that good and evil are unity in disguise. Right. Is that one requires the other. And so this is the false, the original false dichotomy, the original false polarity, the original um, false reality, right? Is that the only way for an unnatural or an artificial um, system to move forward is to operate on its own polarity, on its own contrasting polarity. And so, right. Is this making sense <laughs> or does it just feel like another fucking wild opinion? This is the human condition. These are the conditions that we uh, accept when we decided, right? When, right? 
we act like Eve is a character, but Eve just represents fucking everyone, <laughs> right? We're nothing without the females, right? And to say that the females were the ones that chose this for us is silly, right? But so that's a that's a more difficult subject. But basically, right, this artificial rhythm that society runs on is unnatural, and it is basically that evil must be done, <laughs> that evil must be permitted to exist so that good has something to respond to, right? So the whole story about we are born into sin, right, is just we are born into an unnatural system. We are born into something that's separate from the creation, right? Something that is separate from the rest of creation. So being good only turns that artificial wheel. This is the wheel of karma. And when we, we all signed up for this together way back when, and every generation signs up again, right? The conditions, we accept the conditions of the agreement, which is basically that evil has to exist in order to create the pressure difference that drives this unnatural system forward, right? And it's the only thing that rationalizes a an artificial authority, right? Because um, the reason for the authority is that, that we accept as our condition that there will always be someone vying for power, right? And that the threat of death will always ensure that that power vacuum is filled by those willing to um, deliver that, right? The threat of death. And so when I was saying before, it's like in our system, right? Um, loss and unnatural death and what we could be construed as evil, right? Which is um, causing harm to others for your own benefit. And that's a really simplistic way to look at it, uh, what evil is. But uh, basically, <laughs> fuck, I keep saying basically. It, uh, it's like, I mean, okay, so another way to come at it basically is, is the, the, the hack for this, right, for breaking the system, breaking this artificial system and going back to our organic state, which isn't not technology because we had culture before this unnatural civilization was foisted upon us. So the hack is, is to just not be afraid of dying. <laughs> I mean, this was Gandhi's major coup, right? Is just turn the other cheek. <laughs> Right? How many times will you strike me while I just sit here? How many times can you do it? Right? So basically saying, fuck, saying that I don't want to live if I have to do what you say to preserve my life. <laughs> right? Civil disobedience, pretty effective, but we have to take it all the way. Right? Becoming a martyr really doesn't do shit. You know, it's a, this is what I was getting at, right? Is that good and evil are our own invention. There isn't this, evil isn't required, right? Evil isn't natural. <laughs> There's not this age old battle between good and evil because we made that shit up and we accept it as true about ourselves. And so anything we do, right, that is a response to um, wrongdoing, is only the other side of the coin of that wrongdoing. <laughs> and it, so it just drives it more forward. Do you guys get this? This is why they're allowing, um, right? They make the <laughs> censorship is real, right? Because uh, it needs to be managed, right? The, the outpouring of um, new information, which is what the truthers are doing. But um, seeing what's going on, and then responding to it is just that, right? It is that false polarity. And you can see how that would drive society forward, right? It's like this major, major wrongdoing galvanizes the opposition, right? And then all of this shit takes place and then they become the superior, right? And then the same syndrome happens all over again, right? The good guys don't win. They end up becoming the same as what they replaced. So this is what we have. This is society. This is Groundhog Day. It's, it's like it happens every generation.
And so it's an unnatural system, right? That is top heavy and it creates this kind of pressure difference that sucks resources from the bottom to the top. And that cannot be sustained. It's a, it's an unstable structure. And so it must fall, right? And always it falls in a controlled manner, right? And then those who are insulated from the destruction, um, start again, right? This is like the whole image of the Phoenix <laughs> rising from the ashes. And so then it all starts again and it all is driving towards this end. Um, right. People think this Ouroboros, I really actually think I nailed what the Ouroboros symbolizes. Um, we're feeding off of ourselves and there's only so much of that that we can take. Um, this isn't, um, winning at life is not the objective here. Losing at life, right. Is just the other side of the coin of winning, right? It's another polarity. This is what I'm talking about. This false fucking polarity, right? Loss is required. I explained it in episode uh, 12, 11, right? In the old days, it was simply threat of death, right? For, to get you to comply. Now it's just built into the system, right? And we all go running in. Um, you can do it too. You can manifest what you want, but, um, right. You doing that and then dying doesn't stop the wheel from turning. Right. Um, and then on the other side of the coin, it's the same, right. Uh, losing, uh, having a shitty life and dying just turns the wheel. So it's a game, right. And the constraints of the game are laid out in the offer and, um, we accept the offer. And so we accept the, uh, what that means. And this is our basic underlying belief that everyone has, no matter what tribe you're in, that humanity is an animal, right? <laughs> and that um, individual survival is uh, takes precedence over everything else. <laughs> and this makes us so manipulatable, right? <laughs> because it is threat of death that makes us comply. It's fucking hilarious. So yeah, the hack is to, right? Not be afraid of dying. Um, and just fucking go for it, right? Go after it, right? Ideally, in an ideal society, yes, we will all just be entertaining each other and making cool shit. <laughs> artifice, artifice, artificial, right? Art comes from that word. We can, art does not mimic life. We can create our life by creating art. <laughs> uh, it's a, there's so many inversions, right, that happen when, trying to talk about this, but I think that it's, it's comprehensible, right? So if you're a materialist, right? Like my, you know, um, a lot of the people I know are where, you know, they're science based and they think that we're just flesh and bone. And then when we die, there's nothing, um, right. That belief is in there, which it, uh, through our belief in evolution, right. The natural selection that, um, right. That is the assumption, right. It's easily makeable for the materialist, right. Now for Christians and religious people, I, I use the example of Christians, um, right. <laughs> it's right there in the beginning. You're born into sin. You're born broken, right. You agree to it, right. First thing, your belief structure says you're no good. Right. So then it becomes true right now. Everyone operates from that assumption. So, Again, right? This is, there is no age old battle between good and evil that will go on forever, right? It will, it will, if we engage, right? If we respond to Black's move, right? That's the other, I mean, chess is a metaphor for a lot of things, right? But it's a game and it's constraints. And the biggest <laughs> conspiracy, perhaps, about chess is that white moves first, right? You know, we always describe the good guys as being on the side of light, and the bad guys being on the side of dark, right? But black moves first in real life, right? Evil moves first, evil moves first. And that is actually the impetus, the, the selling point of accepting the offer, um, accepting the offer from this artificial authority. So, right, everyone believes the same thing. Everyone believes it. Um, that is basically, so it doesn't matter, right? All these differing opinions are all just like spice, you know, 
it's uh, it doesn't stop it from continuing towards its ultimate fruition, um, which is, you know, I've already said, right? There's everyone thinks there's only two outcomes, right? But there's three. <laughs> And the main thing that we have to understand is that the exchange, right, the way that we live, right, we all get it intuitively or subconsciously that there's no life in society without um, the exchange, which is the exchange of value with others. So we all are operating on the assumption that the exchange as it is, is the only option, right, for living. And um, it is if we play. And so if we respond right, to what is clearly some evil shit going on, um, on the level of the truth seeker, you know, um, we can see it, right? The Klaus Schwab's, all those motherfuckers, you know, the Great Reset, all of that shit. They're hijacking actually what um, the real organic exchange would be. And so... Um, <laughs> We have people like Alex Sikaris um, um, thinking that it's the only option, right? Everyone thinks it's the only option. But if we um, uh, respond inside the game, because it's a game and the constraints are all there, you know, the conditions of the game are there, right? Um, they're asking us, right, to make a move. It's just part of it, right? It'll grind the wheel a couple of notches more. And so we don't play. <laughs> That's how we win. <laughs> we just don't play. And in my episode, Shooting the Moon, it was like, it's basically that. I mean, that's how you win at hearts, right? Is you capture all the tricks. And But while you're playing at hearts, there's an indifference, right? To the rest of the game that's going on, right? And that's what makes it possible to shoot the moon. And if you guys don't know how to play hearts, then it's a great game, right? But so this is what we have to do. And this is why I, I developed the coin idea. And it took me a while to come to what this really is. But first of all, right, is the exchange is us, right, is us living. And uh, the, the false authority, right, the artificial authority uh, would have us think that um, there's only their game, right? It's only their game. So if we uh, make a move inside those constraints and the conditions of their game, we just advance their game. So how do we shoot the moon, right? So this is the uncoined, right? Is to show that the exchange is us, right? We are the value. And so if you understand this, right, then you know who you are. And you'd be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought finding out who you are was to realize basically that you're not your body. No, 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 right? Our body is a bridge, right, um, to our real existence, right? Our bodies are how we discover who we are, right? And there's no discovery. Um, there's no instantaneous discovery, although it is a realization, right? It, it takes time to realize, and it's not a if this, then that. But it's a realization <laughs> that when you realize it, um, you understand how important your body is. <laughs> Because this is, this life, right? It's supposed to be good. <laughs> and so this is a serious thing, this difficulty that we have. So the coin, basically, what it does is, is it, it establishes the new or the original network, right? The original exchange without this yoke, without this um, artificial um, extraction of the fruits of our labors. So that's what it does. Um, so, right, to understand that we are the exchange, that we are the value, right, actually is a spiritual concept, <laughs> but it's rooted in our bodies. There is no one, right? You cannot, everyone is infinitely valuable, right? And so you can't, um, that might be the actual real definition of evil is to prevent by whatever means, either passively, tacitly, or actively, um, a soul attempting to be creative <laughs> in the physical, right? We can't stop anyone from being 
who they are. <laughs> and the condition that we all believe is that that some of us, right, who we are is just bad. And yeah, but that doesn't mean that we don't get to have a um, an organization that is always corrupt, that always gets corrupted. That doesn't mean that at all. So understanding who you are and how um, value is created by people living, right? And that value grows exponentially the more people that are uh, involved. So let's involve everyone. Let's create a system that actually operates on natural principles. And so our nature, having become sentient in whatever way that was, I have my thoughts on it, but I, you know, we can't really say, um, but there's definitely a better way to live. And to say that it's utopia is, is stupid, right? There's contrast exists in nature, <laughs> right? We can't, it's not all going to be roses, but, um, this, it's almost like, have you ever seen that picture of that fish? It has a parasite, a parasite that eats its tongue and then latches onto the stump of its tongue. And so it gets a portion of whatever that fish eats. <laughs> That's kind of like what we got, right? And you could say that it's the elite that are the parasitic. It might be something more profound than that, which is what I was alluding to before, right? Which is this elevated being that can't handle not being the authority, <laughs> And so it found this workaround, but it requires conscious beings in order for it to work. And the workaround is us. Um, like we give it its power by operating within its uh, game that it has set up for us. But, you know, that may sound crazy to some of you, some of you not, but the truth is stranger than fiction. Um, but if we just look at it as like um, that we have these elite people, right? They don't create anything. <laughs> this whole trickle down uh, concept is ancient, man. It's fucking ancient. Their whole thing is, is like, we have the resources, right? So right, you have to work for us <laughs> under threat of death. And so it's just evolved to this point, right? And right. So we can't play the game, right? So all of you all out there, all of you brilliant people out there who are saying that that evil is one of the original polarities, I would have to say that that's incorrect. That's incorrect. Um, it's an invention that permits this artificial system to move forward. And the artificial polarity is good and evil. So yeah, we uh, permit it to happen, right? So the, uh, the whole thinking, the hermetic principles are like an apology or like a, a, a reasoning as to why evil uh, must exist or has to exist um, is not true. Uh, it's a false polarity. <laughs> and uh, so how do we uh, break out of it, right? Then it's the exchange, right? The organic exchange that existed before we got put into this uh, system with an artificial authority. So like, that's the third option, right? So stop thinking that civilization is it and that we somehow have to fix it. There's no fixing it. It just, that'll just keep it going forever. It's like, uh, Greg Carlwood said the other day and I'm disappointed, right? I'm disappointed. Um, right. He mentioned this, right? Is that you can't win. And I, I'm saying the same thing. You can't win if you play the game. But what Carlwood was saying is that the that there's no other game and you can't win it because there will always be this, uh, you know, power will fill um, the power vacuum, right? That's what he said. And so I profoundly disagree, right? Because this is how we just, what's the motherfucking point then of even looking for the truth and even seeing all of this bullshit that's happening if you can't stop it? but you don't stop it by responding to it. You actually stop it by ignoring it, <laughs> right? Because evil is an invention and the only way we validate it is by fighting against it, right? It's a false polarity. And so that's the concept of Wu Wei, right? This is the message behind the Green Knight. This is the Western Wu Wei, um, which is that superior virtue doesn't reference anything. It just 
is good. It just really, you could describe it as love. Love has no polarity. Love has no opposition. So, right, if you're not afraid of dying, uh, then you know who you are, right? Because no one's getting out of here alive. And you won't be gone after that. <laughs> I mean, I chuckle, but this is what, right, when I thought I discovered my purpose, it was part of what it was. It was a spiritual awakening. And I went into physics for spiritual reasons, one. And two, just to find out what we knew, you know. I wanted to know what we knew. And number three is like I had this uh, this grandiose idea of, um, I guess you could say, unified field theory, which is the theory of everything. And I, motherfuck you guys, I might have hit on it, right? The primary attractor, primary field is movement. <laughs> and I think it's really good um, advice for the individual, right? This is why Joe Rogan is killing it right? Because he never stops moving. I mean, that's a hack. But some of us, me included, I don't know, man, it's like, and I've been doing it wrong, right? It's like, I want there to be some, right, objective, <laughs> something more than just um, moving, you know, but, but that's it right there. That's Wu Wei. Stop measuring what you do, you know, stop thinking that what you do is going to have some kind of an outcome. And so everything that I do, it's like, I, that's what I'm thinking. Right. And so the whole idea, right. The idea behind the uncoin is to pour ink into the veins of the original exchange, which existed uh, previous to 6,000 years ago when the first city state came on the scene. <clears throat> And so that is civilization as we know it, but there was something different in the past. Anyway, so um, we shoot the moon by taking all of the heart tricks. <laughs> Take all the hearts, right? Because we're the hearts, right? Live from the heart, which is, this is where the movement of your body is, right? This is the center of your body. This is the attraction that created your body. <laughs> Right? This is our connection to source. We act like we're separate from source, but we're not. It's just um, a fantastic way to experience the wonder of the universe. It's fucking unbelievable. So, all right, thanks for bearing with me. So, what I need help with, right, is for y'all to get the coin, the uncoin, right? Because you understand who you are. And that um, it's possible to use our vast knowledge, our technical knowledge, right? I mean, we're not going to give up post and lintel, right? We're not going to give up chimneys. Oh, we're going to give up solid fuel versus the fucking carb. Nah, y'all. Uh, we can use this right, vast knowledge to create livingry, as Bucky Fuller would say, as opposed to weaponry. So, but we need the organic original exchange to be prepared, right? And that's what the uncoin does. And I'm broke right now, so I can't get the NFT for the uncoin, which would mark out the network, right? A growing network. Um, and then we use the Unreal Engine to render that motherfucking network, right? And then if you have an idea and you need collaborators or whatever the fuck it is, right? You find the people that are doing that, that want to do that. I mean, that's a simplification, but um, that's the way I see it. So if we uh, showed everyone, right, how they're connected, right, and then everyone in the node knows who they are, so they're not going to do harm to another. They understand that actually helping others helps them, and it increases the movement, the flow, which just grows value exponentially. So I can't list the NFT yet. Perhaps after this show, I'll have some cash um, if I sell all my jewelry. But uh, yeah, this is my appeal to you guys. Right? I have several of the silver coins, uncoin, that represent, um, right? So you don't exchange it, right? But once you purchase it, um, it goes on the blockchain. That's the idea, right? So I will get that eventually.
but I'm asking for y'all's help so I can make it through these next two weeks and fucking, <laughs> right, it's a fucking sob story, but rather be in the gutter than on a pedestal, but, uh, right, take these concepts, um, and, right, there's that old saying, damned if you do, damned if you don't, right, but it goes both ways, blessed if you do or don't, right, and there is a thing we can do. So if we have the organic, uh, original exchange, right, without this uh, tongue parasite all latched onto it, then we don't have to use this fucking um, abomination in order to live. This abomination that extracts death unnaturally, periodically. So, like, we're not here to, like, clear this right level <laughs> individually, right? We all are here to have a good time, but having a good time um, and then dying, meanwhile, this wheel keeps turning, well, you're just coming back, right? You're just coming back. So the idea is is that we do it together. Right? And I was saying last time, yes, it has to happen all at once, just like shooting the moon. You fucking take all the tricks, and then at the end of the game, everyone finds out uh, that you took all the tricks. <laughs> So that parasite can't live without us. Right? So we have to starve it. Fighting it is an acceptance, right, to the offer. Right? Uh, going up against it accepts the offer, right? It's like they made a move, and now they're asking you to make a move. And once you make that move, you're in the game. Okay? So you can understand the danger, um, but fighting it actually just completes it, okay? That's why we need this original organic exchange network that we use to be humans, right? This is how we survive because, well, I've already explained it. I don't know how many times I have to motherfucking say it, but I know some of y'all aren't hearing it because you just think it's another opinion, you know? So yeah, um, everyone, there is like this uh, budding or this uh, expansion that happens, right? It has to start with one, but and that's true, right? So all of these people that are, you know, it's like, yes, you have to build followers, right? But that's the main thing that I want to get at, which is I'm hopefully I'll be able to do it by the end of this. Um, but uh, so yeah, well, the exchange. And so we all understand, right? And so we all trust each other, copy? And then everyone can see who has the uncoin on the blockchain, right? It's all right there. And no motherfucker is gonna, right? If you're, if you're gonna uh, copy the STL file, right? And then print one for yourself for free, right? Then, right? Then you've missed the whole point, <laughs> you know? Um, this is the value that I'm offering, which is to, right? Let's create this um, so that we can see it, right? We can see the original exchange instead of having the only option be the parasite exchange. So that's the idea behind this, uh, the uncoin. And I hope you all can get behind it. Uh, you'd be helping me to build this uh, visualization, which I think is important. Um, but yeah, so it's like I was going to move. I was just going to like try to get a job being a physical trainer and this stuff. And then I just started making jewelry and spending money on materials. And so, and then I somehow got into this network of, of artists in Austin and it's going to be radical. And their idea is, um, it's the same, right? Which is that we help each other, right? And that actually improves all of our chances, right? And art is actually, <laughs> right, this is how we do it. And But one of the things that I have said is, is that, um, yes, the means of production, we all have the means, right, to make stuff. But um, we're going to need these other tools so that we can um, actually solve the physical problem. And so what I was saying is, is, sorry, guys, stay with me here. So we need that um, 
the original exchange to be highlighted, right? Made aware so that when the time comes, right, to uh, end, to stop playing the game, right? And we basically take all the tricks, we shoot the moon because we're all involved in this. Sorry, my cats are, my cats are irritating, man. So yes, right, that's the first thing. And then all of us, um, can you see that that's the first thing? We have to have another vessel to jump to. Otherwise, we'll just accept the offer because it's the only game in town. But we don't have to play the game. If we play the game, we're in the game and we can't do anything. So if we all are on this original network ready to rock, then we have starved the parasite, right? If we're not in their network, they can't eat us. <laughs> okay? So last time I was, whatever we believe uh, collectively becomes operatively true in society. And I just was explaining how no matter what tribe you're in, everyone believes the same thing, which allows the, uh, the false reality to continue. And so this is the next big thing that they're, right? The, it is the ultimate Right? So we already all believe this on underneath, right? But the next thing that we're going to have as a general belief system, which is basically that the truth is unavoidable, that, that tr the truth cannot be known, right? And so everyone is entitled to their own truth. And so, and then basically it becomes a popularity index, right? The uh, consensus that runs society is just, it's not based on popularity. I mean, it's not motherfuck. It's not based on reality. It's based on uh, what has or who has the most followers. And so um, we can't do that, right? Especially in the truth community. We have to be able to, um, yeah, listen, not to the opposition necessarily, but to the actual content, right? And not the followership, right? So if... <laughs> right the truth is independent of source so what's being normalized is this uh conspiracy is being normalized but then everyone just has their own favorite conspiracy and all of these tribes within the truth community develop and then it's the same syndrome right so we don't get anywhere and if y'all want me to just be outputting shit every week um i can't I mean, I would change the whole thing, you know, I would give you updates on how the, the, the visualization of the network, um, of the original exchange is going, you know, I'll do that. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's, uh, it's a tough situation. It's a tough situation. What I'm pointing out is, is that the same syndrome arises again, right? Whatever level of comprehension that you have, it then becomes again about the same uh, system. And so that's why this, the whole meta, right? Which is where everyone's going to be living inside a different world, right? Makes sense because then anything can be real to you, right? It all works. So the, the biggest new install, the big new program that we're all getting is this solipsism bullshit. And you can call the postmodernists fucking dumb motherfuckers if you're on the, the the right or the conservative side, right? Because it really seems like the postmodernists are on the left. But that's, yeah, both sides are doing the same thing, right? They're doing the same thing, which is basically a popularity index about what you would want to believe. And so you gotta know and not believe. Some things are unknowable, but knowing who you are, right, makes the way you relate to others different, right? So if everyone believes, like I was saying before, that um, everyone's out for number one, then they're just waiting for someone to make the first move, right? Uh, the first selfish move. And then there, everyone else will do the same thing. And it's a cascading effect. So the same thing happens no matter what level we're at. And so we have to realize that that's just part of the false reality. <laughs> that's what's so ironic is the install that they're putting on everyone. The new program is that there's no knowing the truth. 
<laughs> and the whole thing is a false is false. <laughs> I mean, that's the ultimate inversion. So y'all, thanks for sticking in there with me. I don't know if I said everything I wanted to say, but the yeah, I have coins. If you want to order, you'll have one. Oh, and I wanted to say that once I get the NFT uh, up, and I'm not sure which network I'm going to use yet, I was kind of waiting on Cordal. Um, but uh, anyway, I was also waiting to have the money. But what I was going to say is, is if you get the, the silver uncoin, right, then you automatically have the NFT. Uh, I haven't worked out the details yet, but that's what will happen. So y'all can get that silver one right now. And uh, if you're going to be in the Austin area on the 3rd, I highly recommend you come and check out the art at the W. I'll be there with my jewelry. And a ton of amazing artists are going to be putting up their favorite stuff. And it's going to be radical. <laughs> and so, yeah, come see me at the W and um, join the quest, y'all. Help me out here. Uh, much love. Stay tuned. Right? Stay tuned to the natural frequency. I'm going to try to get a few more big interviews because that seems to help. And uh, I, you know, I, I've been wanting to like all the stuff I thought of, not with Mike, but with Alex, you know, so I was surprised at the stance he took. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that. I already did it a little in this episode, but I don't have to do, um, I don't have to say all the things that I wish I would have said in the right way because it's all implied and I've said it already. But, uh, right, he's uh, a brilliant man and so is Mike and so I wanted to get their feedback and so that may be a little bit, I don't know, I may have ambushed them both. <laughs> but I didn't mean to and it's all, you know, from love and honesty and wanting to get at this, you know, instead of it just being like, yeah, we're all just going to feed the fire, you know, without ever realizing it. So yeah, we have to jump ship. And so we secretly create the network and then we all jump right at the right time. And there's nothing they will be able to do because the parasite needs us to live. We'll kill those motherfuckers just by pulling out. You know, pull the fuck out. All right. Um, I appreciate it. Love you guys. Thanks in advance. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, right. Black moves first. Catch you all later.